Have you ever wondered how your self-awareness impacts your work or how personal development impacts your work? Well, stay tuned. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Growth, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related, and I tell you how it is in usually a pretty blunt way. (laughs) Today is episode number 25, where we are going to be talking about self-awareness, and I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in human resources, which is what I have my master's degree in, and my passion really is helping others and sharing my knowledge, which is why I decided to create this podcast to help you as you progress through throughout your career. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. What's happening everybody? How are you? I hope you're doing well. Today we're talking about self-awareness and this is really important both at work and at home. So today we're going to touch on seven things that you need to be self-aware about. And the first two go hand in hand. So they're your strengths and your weaknesses. And understanding what you excel at, what you really do well, what you totally kick ass at is super important. And then on the flip side of that, where are your areas of opportunity? What are the things that you could still grow in? What do you need improvement on? And sometimes this is kind of difficult for us to understand because a lot of times we're just too close to our own selves. So A couple tools that you can use to help better understand yourself is a Myers-Briggs personality test. And I personally love the Myers-Briggs test. It is accurate to almost like a creepy level. Like I read mine and I'm like, oh, how do they know so much about me? (laughs) But it's super, super helpful at the same time. And I think the official test is the paid test, but if you go to 16personalities.com, and I'll put this in the show notes or the episode description, so you guys can have a direct link as well. That's actually a free test. I don't think it's technically certified, but I've taken a certified and I've taken the 16 personality test. I've taken both a few different times and I always get the same result. So I can't say it's 100% guaranteed, but from my experience, it's very consistent. Another tool I would recommend is the book Strength Finders. And in that book, they actually give you a code to take an assessment as well, where it tells you what your top strengths are, which is really helpful to understand as well. And when I first got into personal development and I looked at those two tools, I was literally blown away by all the information I learned about myself. And it's not that we don't necessarily already know this information about ourselves. We tend to know ourselves really well. It's really putting what we know into words and then taking that and turning it into actionable items on things we can do to get better and improve ourselves. So that's number one and number two. So number three is knowing what your triggers are. And this is huge, especially if you work in a really high stress job, because you need to understand when you're stressed out, what is going to be something that just triggers you to either get really upset or um, really frustrated or to disengage or to be really distracted or whatever the case may be, just understanding what those triggers are. And if you're having a hard time remembering or understanding what your own triggers are, think about the last time you got super frustrated at work and then reverse engineer that and think of the steps and the occurrences and the emails and the phone calls and the text messages that came directly before that. 
Was it something someone said? Was it something that it was it the way someone said something? Was it a particular task that needed to be done? Was it a deadline? Just think about what were the situations that were happening before you got super frustrated or really distracted or whatever the case may be. And that's going to help you understand what your triggers are. And then you need to put systems in place to help avoid your triggers or to understand when they're happening and then make a plan. So when your triggers are happening, you know how you can overcome that. And number four is asking yourself why you feel a certain way about certain situations. So this one is interesting because when you think about how you feel, like you feel frustrated, you feel upset, you feel discouraged or whatever the case may be, think about why you're feeling that way. So for my own example, I often feel super frustrated if I feel like people are wasting my time. And the why behind that is because I have a ton of work to get done and I don't like it when people waste my time or change things at the last minute. I don't mind change. I actually usually like change. I just don't like change that happens at the super last second that then causes me to be unproductive or time wasted. So if someone was to look at that and not understand why I feel the way I do in certain situations, they might think, oh gosh, Steph, she just doesn't like change. When that's not the case, I actually really do like change and I like to switch things up often because I think it pushes myself outside my comfort zone and makes me grow. But if something happens at the last second where I then have wasted time, that's what I don't like and that's what frustrates me. So understanding like why I feel certain ways about certain situations helped me clarify that because initially I even thought, I'm like, oh, maybe I just don't like change. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, oh, that's that's not true. And so I had to dig deeper. So I challenge you when you're thinking about number four is just dig deeper. Okay, number five is asking yourself if you ever get irrationally angry at work. We all get frustrated at work or upset or angry or whatever the case may be. But I want you to ask yourself, have you ever been irrationally angry? Where like something happened and like, okay, it was something that was justifiable for you to be upset about. You were like crazy angry about it. Ask yourself why. And then whatever the answer is, ask yourself why again. And then whatever that answer is, keep asking yourself why, because you really need to understand. And oftentimes, if I find myself being like outrageously mad about something, usually it's because I'm just having a shitty day. <laughs> like at the end of the day, it's not whatever happened. It's when I'm asking myself, okay, why does this upset me? It's like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so happened before I got here. And well, why did that upset me? Well, before that, it was this, you know, like if I ever had that, like that bad day where maybe the car doesn't start, you're late to work, you forgot your lunch, like you got your wallet so you can't buy lunch. You know what I mean? Just like a bad day. So like by the time you get to work, you walk in the door and something even remotely bad happens, you're like irrationally upset about it. It's not even the something that happened. It was everything else that happened before you even stepped foot in the door. So just thinking about those kind of things. Number six is I want you to ask yourself, can any of your weaknesses be considered strengths? And this is an interesting one and it's kind of hard to identify, but if you really think about it, you can identify. I'm almost positive some of your weaknesses as strengths. So some people consider my very blunt, no bullshit, I don't sugarcoat things kind of attitude and communication as a weakness. 
However, when I think about that, that's also the type of personality that when like things are getting out of control and you need someone to rein in a situation or or get people back on the right path or get people back in line, so to speak, that's a good personality to have. So for example, I have recruiting background. So I work with hiring managers and when they're off, you know, doing crazy things and going out of control and they're not only running the show they're making up new shows and like dude what are you doing like what is it like really man like get it under control so my personality type does well with that because I can just say hey here's the deal I'm gonna need you to stop and here's why and most often people can appreciate the transparency behind it Now, you always need to deliver that kind of thing with respect and in the appropriate tone, but having someone who is very blunt and transparent, while sometimes it's a weakness, it can also be a strength. So I want you just to think about that. What weaknesses do you have that can also be viewed as strengths? And can you play to those strengths more so than people view it as a weakness? And number seven, I want you to ask yourself on if you plan on working on your strengths or working on your weaknesses, because number one and number two was to understand your strengths and your weaknesses. So think about that. And the reason why this is an important thing to think about is because oftentimes people can very marginally improve a weakness if they really, really focus on it. If you practice and you work really hard to improve one of your weaknesses, you can make it a little bit better. But if you take one of your strengths, something you excel at, something you're really good at, and you work your ass off to make it better, you will soar. So just think about that. Do you want to make a few weaknesses a little bit better or do you want to take a strength of yours and thrive and really soar to new levels and really excel and be excellent in that strength? So just food for thought, because I know a lot of people have very different thoughts about this, but that's my two cents. So that's it. That's all I got for you guys today. Pretty straightforward. Know yourself, understand yourself and understand how you're going to be improving and what you need to work on so you can do better, because that's why we're here, right? We're here to learn and to grow and to thrive. I hope you found this information both helpful and valuable. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I know you're busy and I really do appreciate it. You can find more information in this episode's show notes at my website, which is findingthebestfit.com. And if you're looking for another episode that is similar to this one, check out number 21, where I talk about feedback. And don't forget to come back next week for episode number 26, where we talk about 12 common mistakes that recruiters make. In case you haven't heard, we also have a Facebook group for the listeners of this podcast. It was created for all of us to come together and help each other out and bounce ideas off of each other and really support each other uh, throughout our careers. Simply head over to Facebook and search the name of the podcast or use the direct link in the episode description. And I also do have a favor to ask, and I would be so so very grateful if you could leave a review and rating for this podcast so other people can find us and benefit from this information as well. If you're unsure of how to leave a review for a podcast, I have step-by-step instructions in the episode description. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.